Hi guys, welcome to Discovering God's Best in Business. I'm Dara Simons, a web designer for mom-built businesses and a ministry wife. And I am Sarah Talbert, a business coach that helps women build their business with joy and profit. We started this podcast because we're super passionate about helping Christian women understand God's design for business. So join us as we discover God's best in business together. Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. We are so thankful for each and every one of you that listen every week and comment and share, and we just want to send a special thank you to you guys. But today's episode is a little unique. Dara and I like to tackle things from unique angles and all those objections that you kind of come up with in your business and kind of tackle those head on. And the reason I think that we do that is because we do it ourselves. We come up with the same excuses you do and we come up with the same reasons why we can't or can or whatever. We're just sharing from our heart and from what God has shifted in our own hearts and our own lives. And so that's where a lot of these um, stories and topics come from. And today I wanted to share with you um, a little bit from a few different books in the Bible, but this topic came to me because I'm currently writing a Bible study on the book of Nehemiah. And it's been an act of obedience to step into the role of writing this Bible study. It's been outside of my business coaching. It's been outside of many things that I would normally do. It was appropriate. As I was studying this, I felt like God laid on my heart that he wanted me to pull this out and share it with you guys. Let me share with you a little background and we'll dive right in. The book of Nehemiah is all about a man named Nehemiah, and he lived during the time after the walls of Jerusalem were torn down, their temple was burned, and all the Jewish people were taken out of the city. And this Nehemiah takes place, it's almost a hundred years after. Um, It was a long time after this had happened, and Nehemiah was living in the city of Susa. It was a bustling city, a busy city, and this is where the king of Persia was. And Nehemiah was a cupbearer to this king of Susa. Nehemiah is a Jewish man and a man of God. And he is working in the presence of a pagan king. And I won't give you a ton more background than that. You'll have to stay tuned for the Bible study. Um... But I love the book of Nehemiah, and what I found fascinating is a lot of times when we read scripture, we like to buzz through the genealogies, we like to rush through or totally skip things that tend to be repetitive, um, and try to get to the quick story, the quick application, and I like to dive into that. Maybe that's my geeky side. In chapter 3 of Nehemiah, Um, Nehemiah gives us a long list. It is 32 verses of a ton of different men that have come with him to rebuild the city, uh, rebuild the walls of Jerusalem. And I'm not going to read through all of them. I will leave that up to you or leave it up to you when you get to the study. 
but I did want to go over a couple of people in Nehemiah chapter 3. And one of them is Nehemiah chapter 3, verse 8, and it says, Next to him, Uziel, the son of Hariah, of the goldsmiths, made repairs. And next to him, Hananiah, one of the perfumers, made repairs. And they restored Jerusalem as far as the broad wall. And next I want to take you to Nehemiah 3, verse 20, and it says, after him, Baruch, the son of Zabai, zealously repaired another section from the angle to the doorway of the house of Elishib, the high priest. So we have a goldsmith, we have a perfumer, and we have Baruch, I found, was a scribe. So someone working with gold, someone working with um, perfume and scents, and someone who is a scribe. They're all three rebuilding these walls of Jerusalem. And what I wanted to bring to you was the topic of when not to use your gifts. When should you not be using your gifts? So much on the internet, um, online, wherever. It's talking about we need to be using our gifts and our talents to grow these platforms for ourselves or for, in our case, we need to be growing a platform so that we have somewhere to speak about God and what he's done and scripture and all of that. I'm not going against that. I highly believe scripture also talks about how we've been given spiritual gifts and we have passions and things that we need to be um, pursuing that God's laid on our hearts. So don't take this and say that I'm not saying you need to be doing that. What I do want to bring to you to the table today is the concept of when do I not use my gifts? When do I ignore my gifting and maybe step into something that might be a little different? Matthew chapter 16 verse 24 says, Then Jesus said to his disciples, Whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves and take up their cross and follow me. And so I had three things that I wanted to bring to you that you may need to put your own gifting aside and step into the role that may not be your best skilled and highly valued gift. And so that first one is sacrificing so someone else doesn't have to. Is there an area in your business in your personal life, in your family, that maybe you see an opportunity to serve them or sacrifice something so that that other person doesn't have to sacrifice? Is there, maybe you're not a phenomenal cook. Maybe cooking isn't a gift or a talent or a skill of yours, but in what way can you sacrifice something of your own time and ability so that someone else can have a meal so that they don't have to go without food. Another way that you can kind of examine your life and your business and your personal life to see if maybe I need to put my gifts on hold and step into a role where I'm not the expert is stepping in when others need you. And I know this looks like the same thing, but I want one is sacrificing and one is just stepping into a role. And I know a lot of times there's also the 
thought in that we need to stop saying yes to everything, right? We need to stop saying yes to everybody that needs us. And I'm totally for setting boundaries. I teach setting boundaries. But there are sometimes we are called to say yes, even if it's not what we're the most amazing and gifted at. So what areas in your life this week can you look around and say, that person needs me and I need to fill be the answered prayer for that person. And thirdly, I would love to challenge you to ask God to change your want to or change your desire to so that you have a heart that desires the things he does. So, so often we hear a lot of chase your dreams, pursue your passions, follow your heart, and I wanted to bring to you that sometimes we need to ask God to change our hearts. What am I pursuing right now that might not be what God wants me to be pursuing? It goes back to that deny yourself. What are some of those things that you could sacrifice or could deny yourself of so that other people see God and other people see his character in you? And some of those things might include your time. That's a big one. Some things might be your energy. I know Dara and I talk a lot about how we have very limited energy. I don't have a lot of extra energy to give, but sometimes I need to step outside of what's comfortable for me and give more energy to someone who needs to see Jesus. Another thing might be your rights. You might have a right to a certain platform or you might have a right to stand up and say what your opinion is but sometimes we forfeit our rights or might can forfeit our rights so that someone else can see who God really is another one might be your position your reputation your privileges maybe your comforts and so sometimes we can sacrifice these things or give up these things so that someone else can see the love of Jesus. I wanted to also talk about that there are things in maybe before you became a believer that you used to not be good at. There may be things in your past that you think, oh, I've never been good at that. And you just have that mindset block that I'm just not good at it. There are times and situations that when we become a believer, the Holy Spirit gives us those gifts that we talked about. So maybe there are situations in your life that God's ready to give you the gift to help that person, but we're so stuck on, I'm just not good at that. So... I wanted to read Colossians 3, 10 through 13, and it says, And have put on the new self, which is being renewed in knowledge, in the image of its creator. Here there is no Gentile or Jew, circumcised or uncircumcised, barbarian or Scythian, slave or free, but Christ is all and is in all. Therefore, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved, clothe yourselves with compassion kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience, and bear with each other and forgive one another. If any of you has a grievance against someone, forgive as the Lord forgave you. But think about those things. Compassion. I used to say all the time, 
I just don't have compassion. I'm just not a compassionate person. I'm just not this thing. I'm just not that thing. Sometimes that's, he's saying to clothe yourself with compassion, clothe yourself with kindness and humility and gentleness and patience. A lot of times we say, well, I'm just not patient. I'm just not a patient person. Well, this is a command that God's telling us to take on and take on these gifts from the Spirit and work on those and ask God to help us be more patient and more kind so that those around us in the business world can see us as different than everything else. Those men that were rebuilding the wall, that perfumer is rebuilding that wall so that that wall is going to be a standing foundation for the God that he worshiped. And so he was sacrificing time in his own business so that he could rebuild a wall. He was sacrificing time with his family, if he had one, so he could rebuild that wall because he knew that's what God called him to do. So he had Nehemiah, who was a cupbearer, turned into general contractor. He was managing all these people, all those 32 verses in chapter 3 of all the people. He was managing all that. And he was a cupbearer turned general contractor. Think about King David. Before he was a king, King David was a shepherd turned king and brilliant battle leader. Matthew in the New Testament was a tax collector turned apostle for Jesus. And think about Rahab, who was a prostitute, turned prized hospitality winner in Jericho. There were so many situations in scripture where God's people sacrificed their passion, their desires, what they wanted to do for something that was greater than themselves and their own pursuits. And so I don't want you leaving this podcast episode thinking that I need to stop my business and stop pursuing all the things I'm currently pursuing. But what I am asking is maybe ask God to change your want to or your desire so that you are pursuing things and pursuing um, having a heart like his, having a heart like he does. So I hope that this has been encouraging and I pray that you begin to look around you in the business world, in the online space and see if there's someone you can sacrifice your time or your energy or your own gifts so that they can see Jesus in you. Also, on another note, I wanted to bring up that Dara and I are planning a retreat. So if you are a woman who really would love an opportunity to dive into what your giftings are, maybe you need some time to reflect on um, getting your own desires and your own pursuits in line with what God wants, or maybe you just want some rest for your soul, that's what we're hoping to facilitate, what we're praying about. And if it's something that you would be interested in, you can reach out to Dara or myself, and we would love to chat with you and give you some more details. Until then, I hope you guys um, like and subscribe and share if you have found this encouraging. Have a great day.